Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to Marianne Live. We're so glad you are here. You've arrived, or maybe you're almost here. You're contemplating getting all the way here. You know, you hear that prompt, and you're busy transitioning from one thing to another thing. Boy, don't I know what that's like. In just a few minutes, we're going to engage in our practice of arriving fully. But just so you know, what's on deck today? Teresa McHugh, she's written another book. She's back with us. It's called The ABCs of Being Me. If you have children, you are a child at heart. You know children. You are a grandparent. It's summertime. Every child needs something to do that's constructive and amazing and supportive. And, wow, this book is that. So we're going to be talking about it this hour with Teresa. Before we get started, however, and i got to tell you, I need this more than probably all y'all today. We need to find our breath. Yeah, that's part of what we do here on Marianne Live is we help you, support you, cultivating your practice. Part of our practice is arriving and being present in this moment. Secrets out. <laughs> you know, when we are present, we can receive the gifts that life is bringing us, and today our our bearer of gifts is Teresa McKeon, and she has got many gifts for us. So let's just bring our attention to our breath. Notice where it is in your body, how it's breathing you, the quality of your breath. Is it in your belly, in your chest? And how is the rest of your body responding to your breath? It's a good question, right? Can you feel the rise and fall of your belly, your chest? Is bringing awareness to your breath softening any part of you? Maybe your shoulders, your jaw. Maybe you need to add a little bit deeper breath. Yeah, just take that wherever you need to go as you arrive here in this moment, fully embodied If you're driving, I always like to say, let your cerebellum help you. This is dual awareness, breathing and driving. If you're walking around, sometimes you want to look up and see if there's not somebody riding their bike coming your way. All right, so you're breathing in and out. Now we're going to do the second part of our practice, which is cultivating our attitude of gratitude. This is a tall order at this time on the planet for so many people. We are spinning plates galore, to use one of our guests' favorite words. 
we've got a lot going on and finding gratitude, which helps us shift our perspective, by the way, and open up again to, to the gifts and to the flow of life is not an easy thing. We're struggling with so much, and those of us who have children know children, and because today's topic is children, yeah, being grateful for just the smallest of things. Oh, yeah, we're on the right side of the ground today, all of us, right? We've got another day to figure it out, all those kinds of things. So just pick something, find a portal. Who helped make it possible for you to do what you're doing right now with your kids, right? All those camp guides and, and counselors, so grateful for them, right? The aunties that you have in your life, the grandmother that you are, the grandfather, the uncles, the, all of the, the, the support that you have, the child inside of you honoring the adult inside of you. Just find some portal of gratitude and see if you want to add the idea of children to that and just see where that goes. I'm going to go down my list of folks who make this program possible, starting with our honorary sponsor at the global level, the One World Children's Fund.org, uniting people to improve the lives of children affected by poverty. They envision a world where we act together as a global community to ensure all, all children have education, health care, and a safe home. Grateful for you guys, for sure. And at the um, national uh, level, the National Action Organization, um, they support this program. They're committed to changing the way our culture values each other. We started out valuing women, and now we want to value everyone. So uh, this program is possible because of 100% of their proceeds that goes to programming just like this. Check them out online, nacton.org. And at the local level, the Open Secret Bookstore in San Rafael, California, one of my favorite places in the world, been there for 30 years at least, uh, and they've got books just like Teresa's and other books. They've got the latest, we say, in meditation and revelation. Check them out online. Oh, all right. Here we are. Drum roll, please, my friend, Teresa McCune. And she's not just my friend. She's a very accomplished woman. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about her background before we, we talk about her new book. But Teresa spent over two decades in the entertainment arena before embracing her true passion writing children's books, and it's so evidenced when you pick up her book. Her new one is even better if that was possible. Uh, I have to tell you, when I was reading her book, I, I was like, I, I want to do this. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Like, I was looking for some art supplies, and I like, oh, yeah, the kid in me, where was this book when I was growing up? I love interactive books, the idea of it, and uh, Teresa is on the, the cusp of bringing that reintroducing the old with the new uh, into our culture today. Um, but after producing hundreds of hours of television for a host of cable and network outlets, Teresa is now on a path of what she considers her highest calling. She and her sisters have created the ABCs of Everything LLC, a family endeavor solely focused on publishing several series of children's books, digital content, educationals, curriculums, and merchandise. All that will be written and produced with an awareness of the true possibilities that children of the 21st century can realize. So you're a kid, you're special, and you matter. Teresa wants you to know, and her sisters. Uh, and she's sharing this lively, enriching book designed for the enthusiastic child and the child at heart. Uh, 26 works of art, one for each letter of the alphabet, illustrates the K 
character trait, and each one gets its own bubbly and cheerful poem. I love the poems. And kids get to write what each one means to them, creating a permanent reflection of how they viewed themselves in their world right then. Part journal, part scrapbook, and part photo album. Each completed book will be a personal time capsule to be opened, remembered, and cherished over the course of a lifetime as we look back on the roads we've taken. And it's a gateway to a meaningful conversation, by the way, about the core values between parents and children and aunties and uncles and grandmas and everybody, something uh, in any grade uh, of elementary school and, and anywhere. And, boy, we're, we're needing that more than ever. And it's fun. Which Teresa is the queen of fun, if you didn't know. Okay, so we're so happy to have you back, Teresa. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. You are just a light and shining a light uh, into new territory for children, and we're so glad and grateful. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to hear you say that because that's what I want to do. <laughs> and you're doing it. And I'm doing it. All Let, right. Let's go backwards before we go forwards. In the last program, you did tell the story, but for those of your, you what you've got new fans out there and people who don't know your story yet, how did this come about? Because most people don't walk away from Hollywood producing bleep and bleep and bleep, and I have to bleep out <laughs> all the names of shows that are still on the air. And you said, uh-uh, something else is calling me. This is, a, this is a giant piece of your journey here, by the way. So share with us about that, will you? Well, it really is. And, you know, one of the things, is, it's interesting to me because I don't have children myself. And so this, to me, is sort of my legacy and um, in the sense that I feel like I want to leave something behind when I depart. And interestingly enough, it was something that my father passed along to me because he also wrote children's stories. So there's a part of me that feels very connected to him when I'm doing the writing, and I feel that somehow we're getting a lot of help from all realms on this endeavor. Mm -hmm. And it is a family thing, and I love my family so much, and I think that, you know, we can be an example to others that you can work with your family, that, um, that you do good work when you're surrounded by love and support. And, you know, my, my one sister was, my sister Susan is the one that had the vision that, you know, had the belief and basically, you know, cashed out her whole life savings to get this company going. And then, you know, my other sister, June, came in at a later point. My sister Mary's been around from day one with the creative ideas. We've all contributed in different ways. And, um, and now it's been about, I guess, about a year and a half since we started all this. So the first book, the AB, How to Eat Your ABCs, you know, is out in the world. And I've developed a TV show around it because I can't help myself. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. The trailer is adorable, by the way. Oh, right? which one? The, the one trailer for... for the book, which if people want to get a sense of your ability to do television. Oh, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll yes. point you in that direction because um, we don't want to plug all your other television credits here. But, no, 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 but no, you're no. brilliant but, at it. But, I, but it's wonderful that I have that experience in storytelling and in what I think works for television and so I, I, you know, and I also know that it is a fantastic medium to hit a lot of people at once. Yeah. So, but the whole point of all of this for all of us is we just want to celebrate children. And they are so worth celebrating. And I'm seeing it more and more and more. And, and having not been around a lot of kids, you know, in, the, in my adult life, I am finding the most joy in my heart that I have ever felt doing any work. Mm -hmm. 
So that in and of itself makes all of this journey worthwhile. I could almost start crying right now. <laughs> yeah, of course, and it's, you know, it's, it's so emotional because, I, I mean, there's many things you just pointed out here, but I want to pull out one of them. The inspiration that's been the unlikely byproduct for us, we not only get the benefit of your creativity for our children and other people's children and pulling this sort of global mentality towards valuing children, but you're also standing up in an industry that is sort of like at the, the top of the food chain, right? It's the, it's the highest point that anyone thinks you can get. And you're reminding us that there is life is in chapter after chapter after chapter, that we have these stories about getting somewhere. And it's just like you've trusted that listening at every turn, however difficult it's been, and you just reflect that for us. Like, yes, it doesn't matter what age we're at, what careers we've had, when we're being called somewhere else, your success is helping other people, Teresa, to remember that that the other iterations of our life are possible. So thank you for that. Oh, I'm so, I'm so pleased Bonus. that. I know, right? It makes me so happy. <laughs> All right, well, so this family thing, I, I want to talk about that as well. You know, uh, on that note of, of what children have inside of them that's um, epigenetic outside of, that's affected by the outside world, but then what's heritable, what we've inherited from our family. And I think it's so interesting, you know, that your father was in this industry as well, and that was just waiting to blossom and, and, and burgeon. And I feel like when I listen to you that your book recognizes that potential in other children, this book in particular. Right? Oh, that yes, absolutely. Because parents are busy. They're busy. Yeah. they got stuff to do, and it's not easy. I go through your book, and I think, oh, my God, when was the last time you talked to a child about what it means to be eager or trust mm -hmm. or, your, you know, all the things we're going to talk about this hour? So let's talk about that, because we know what your vision is. Where did the inspiration come for the ABCs of me series um, uh, and this particular book, how did that come forward creatively through you? Well, you know, I actually had a version of it I had written several years ago, and it was just a book. There was there was no interactive part to it. See, this book, there's I don't if, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think there's another book out on the in the market right now that's like this, because it essentially is not a completed book until the child makes their contribution. So it's very empowering for them because, like, for example, I went to the L.A. Festival of Books. That was sort of the first time it, we had just finished it, and I thought I was so excited to get out there and see what kind of reaction, you know, because there's that mirror on the front, you know, that mirror symbol. And, you know, I thought, you know, <laughs> so are kids going to get that or, you know, what? You know, so anyway, we had it at the festival. And what I found so exciting was when they saw the book, first thing they did was lift it up and try to look at their face in the mirror, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> Yay, right? Of course, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, they got that part. Awesome. And then I would say to them, this book, I said, I just wrote the words, and you provide the art. So it's not my book. It's our book. And as soon as I said it was our book, they kind of – Stood up and listened a little closer, you know, closely, and then I started kind of going through it with them. Anyway, long story short is 
what I was so floored by was that, and this is the first time it's ever happened at any of these kind of festivals with any other type of books. We have two other, you know, things that we are up to. Um, they wanted to get their picture taken with me. Every single child wanted their picture taken with me because we were co-authors. We were in this together. And I was acknowledging that they are absolutely capable of being in a beautiful, hardbound, published book. Mm-hmm. And they got it. They got it immediately. Yeah. And, for and then, of course, yeah, when I did the, uh, the trailer and I was actually videotaping kids, you know, working in the book, not just selling the book, but working in the book and watching them and how they would look at the concepts and come up with ideas and start telling stories and, oh, I've got to make sure I use purple because that's my sister's favorite color and I've got to make sure I put yellow in there because Granny likes yellow. And, like, you start here, you, you, it was so fascinating. And then the, watching the parents interact with the kids also was, was, was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. If you're just joining us, by the way, Teresa McCune is back. She's talking to us about her new book, uh, The ABCs of Being Me. And if you were with us and you're wondering about what she was talking about, they looked in the mirror, Teresa, the cover of their book is um, a mirror that you can actually see yourself. It's not a clear mirror, which I love. It's like it's sort of like um, that nickel, pl- what is that uh, hammer, that hammer plated, you know, it's got that kind of crinkly, yeah, 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 effect. yeah. And you can, but you can see yourself. So the kids can actually hold up the cover of the book right away and look at themselves, which is yeah, so... which they love to do. Yeah, <laughs> which is very clever, yeah, because they're learning about themselves, right? Yeah. Who's yeah, looking back? Yeah. You know? You know, and they are still at an age where they're, you know, a little bit undefined, so I think it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people, hence the selfie stick, still like to look in the mirror. I know. So, you know, the ABCs of me for adults is part two. So I uh, don't think you're not the only adult that has said to me, you know, I think I want to do this book. Right, right. I'm not, I'm not kidding. No. I've got like five different adults. I believe you, and here's a side story, folks. Um, I don't know how many of you listening have children, but I know you've been a child, and at some point in your life you knew somebody, or this is true for you, somebody was into scrapbook making or quilt making with pictures or all those things. And every once in a while when you're cleaning out your garage or you start to become an empty nester, <coughs> excuse me, those things come to the fore. Uh, you, or you find boxes of mementos. These are things that I can't tell you how many times I've sat with people and close friends or family members or my own children, and having gone through those items, they, they, it, it really takes you back to a time that formed your life. Was, did that inspire you at all in some way? It inspired me 100%, and I'll tell you why, because uh, even the kids know this. I had three different kids say to me, you know, I think I want to do one of these like a yearbook. Because they really do want to see. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you did, if you started in kindergarten and took it through sixth grade, and you had a nice little sort of set at the end of those very important formative years, and like one mother said, I want to do this with my kids every year, and I'm going to save the books until they're adults, and then I'm going to give them to them. How amazing would that yeah. be? Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I can remember. Even as an adult, my husband wrote me a bunch of poems in a book, and I still have it on my shelf. I reference it. It's, you know, these are the ways we mark our coming into the world, our maturation, how we develop. And, and who doesn't love looking back 
at yourself yes. and trying to understand more about who you are and, and, the, and the influences that life has had on you, right? Absolutely. And that's why at the end of it I put that little contract that they sign and date. So that way they really do, you know, 20 years from now, they really do have a record. Oh, my God, I was seven years old. <laughs> and this is what... And this is who my best friend is. Right, right, exactly. You know, and this is what I was eager to learn about. And, you know, and it's just like it just goes on and on. Yeah, that's beautiful. We're going to talk when we go to break here in just a minute. When we come back, we're going to break down some of the ABCs, um, the sort of the construct, the outline of the book, what you can expect when you read it, of course, how to get a copy, and more when we return on Marianne Live. Um so sit tight, everybody. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back in just a minute. We're going to go to break. More with Ter- Teresa McCune. The ABCs of being me. Uh, yeah, we'll be right back right after these messages. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No More Love Life Drama for Us. Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. Honey, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce yet? We spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships Begin Within Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. .com. Okay, so you have a couple of days off, and you're planning to get away from stress. You may be planning to go across the world or even taking a staycation around town. Well, Hotels.com can get you a room in over 158,000 hotels, 60 countries, for 50% off. That's reducing stress already. Plus, collect 10 nights, and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com. Music, information, and friends. HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everybody. You're a kid, you have a kid, you're special, you matter. That is Teresa McCune's message for you. 
Who doesn't need to hear that? I can't tell you as a therapist how many people end up in my office and we spend the first several years of therapy just working on this. We are so wounded, uh, so many of us, we didn't get what we need as children. And Teresa's like, I have an idea. I'm going to write a book to help intervention here. We need human intervention. Let's help give our children what they need, and that is a, uh, a deeper sense of themselves. And we're not blaming anybody here. Look, at we live in a, a very interesting time on the planet. People trying to survive, parents trying to survive, find love themselves, raise children in a world that every quarter of the year there's a whole new application for life, right? We, I mean, literally in many ways. So uh, doing your part, Teresa, that's what you're doing, fulfilling your dream, but also helping our kids be more connected to who they are and more connected to their community and the greater uh, global community uh, as we get this book in other languages is my goal for it. Oh, I love the sound of that. Yeah, why not? All right, so let's talk about uh, the ABCs of being me, obviously. We just spell out what that means in sort of the outline of the book, and then we'll drop in little by little to some of the, the letters and, and how it goes. Okay, so essentially, you know, I do use the alphabet as the jumping off point for all different types of positive character traits. It's really a celebration of the human spirit. So it's a way to have children and adults focus on all these parts of us that are so different in each of us and we all have them and we all feel differently about them and we all take them in in different ways and view the world in different ways. So it's a wonderful kind of almost like a gateway to this really interesting conversations that can happen. And it's in a, such a non-threatening way because it's really expressed by them through their art. So I've taken every letter of the alphabet and I've chosen a character trait. You know, let's say the letter A is appreciation, the letter C is caring, you know, whatever it happens to be. And then I write a poem that ex- explains, at least from my point of view, what I think caring means or I think beauty is or, you know, ways to think about you know, what it means to be quizzical or kooky or whatever it happens to be. And um, so then I put a spade, you know, so the left side of the book is the poem, and the right side of the book I created spaces, and I tried to be really creative with the spaces themselves to sort of evoke whatever the meaning of that word is. And I actually consulted with my 8-year-old goddaughter on this because she's sort of the perfect age for it. So I went over and spent the day with her and her girlfriend, and we kind of went through the book together. And I, because my biggest concern was I didn't want to tell anyone what to do. I wanted it to be a completely open experience for them and to be as creative as they wanted to be and use whatever medium they wanted to, whether they were drawing or writing or post pasting pictures or stickers or whatever they wanted to do. But I also didn't want them to feel lost or overwhelmed by no direction. So... I asked her, you know, her name is Annie, she's adorable, and I said, you know, do you want any direction in this? And she's like, well, I don't really want you to tell me what to do, but a couple of suggestions would be nice. (laughs) So what I did was I took that and I went, okay, so throughout the book, whenever there's sort of a, maybe a more ethereal concept or something, I would just put it a little aside in the corner so that if they were stuck, it's just a suggestion. I never say do this or that, but I do say, like, like for humor, you know, I just wrote, you know, knowing a good joke, you know, just like 
that just to kind of prod them, but never, I never use the word do this or you should or could, I just like maybe I want to do this or this might be fun. Mm -hmm. But again, it's just there in case they get stuck. That's Which, by the way, I haven't come across a kid yet that's got stuck. So whatever. Well, and he, yeah, and that's a great backstory. The author's note in the beginning of the book. Is it okay if I read it? Of course. Because it says this is a creative partnership between you and me. For this book to be complete, I invite you to add a piece of yourself to each and every page. You are the creator of what it what it what it is to become a permanent what is to become a permanent record of who you are, how you see yourself, and how you see the world at this moment in time. Have fun, my fellow artists. You say. What an invitation. I mean, there it is, right? <laughs> yeah. That, 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 you had me at that page, like I said earlier. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, a collaborative. I mean, think about this, too. How many times have you read a book and you actually talk back to the book? Well, you've oh, got yeah. something to say, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? This yeah. is like that. It's like a call and response. All right, let's pick a couple of the letters in the beginning um, and maybe read an excerpt and explain what's on one of the pages, if you like. Okay. Well, that means I should grab the book. Yeah. I will, I'll, I'll start while you're doing okay. that. How about... Um, you start with the letter B after A, of course, and on the page of beauty at the letter B, you say, is such a great delight because you see it everywhere. It's really quite a sight. And then the poem goes on. And on the other page, there's the prompt, the question, what do you think is beautiful, which is in big letters, in your own world? And then you have this really gorgeous runner at the top with sort of bubbles, and it's very inviting. And then there's a blank page that you're inviting the reader there, you know, to start, you know, artistically or with words expressing themselves. Now, you've seen kids use this book. Talk about what you see their responses are and the variety of different responses. Oh, so many. Um, so. And on all ages. So I've done, I, I think the youngest was four and the oldest was nine so far. So this one I was impressed with. This was a, a little boy who just turned six, like just turned six the week before. And he was so cute. In fact, I may have to post this part of the interview because it's so adorable. But he's, so, he's in the trailer, and he's like, he looks at me and he's like, well, humor is like human, but it's humor. So like, like H, we're at letter H, right? Because H yeah. is for humor. H okay, humor. just so folks can... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 that's and, okay. Uh, and I said, oh, well, do you know what humor means? And he's like, nope. So he had no idea, even though he had an idea, <laughs> right? Right, So then I said, well, how about I would just read you a page, or like a paragraph? So I read, I read one paragraph to him, and he go, he immediately understood because the paragraph was actually let me read that one because I'm talking about it and I was so impressed with the way he put it all together at that young of an age. So all I read was one paragraph. Or, so I said, uh, "You want me to read humor really yeah, quick?" Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's hear it for humor, a fun-loving word, and one that is precious to me. It starts with an H and is usually found in folks who are brimming with glee. Now, humor and laughter, they go hand in hand. The two come together as one. 
because where there's humor, there's always a laugh, creating a whole bunch of fun. I think that the humor of making a joke, of finding the funniest way of telling a story to cheer up your pals will laugh many troubles away. See, humor is truly a wonderful word and found in all people on earth. It lightens your load and fills you right up with all sorts of laughter and mirth. A good sense of humor is truly a way to bring out the fun side of you, remembering always to keep this in mind as each day begins fresh and new. So what I read to this little boy Dutch, I just, I said, um, the part about, you know, because where there's humor, there's always a laughter, uh, I'm sorry, it said, um, of telling a story to cheer up your pals will laugh many troubles away. And then he immediately started telling me this whole story about this kid at school named Marcel that sometimes mean to him. And his friend Zoe, she makes jokes and makes him laugh and he feels better. I mean, he totally got it. And I thought, wow, you know. And then there was, like, another child who was nine, Presley, and she saw the, the page, and it's for nice. And she wanted to write about all the ways she could be nice. And the very first thing she wanted to write about was, she said, so it says, um, how can... Um, what do you do to be nice, or how can you be nice to someone else? And um, she wrote, you could, dot, dot, dot. First thing, stand up for someone that's being bullied. Like, that was the first thing out of her mouth. And, again, I was so impressed with sort of that consciousness Mm -hmm. of wanting to take care of each other and not just herself. Mm -hmm. And then you've got, you know, there's one little girl who, you know, her mom's like, you know, who do you want to, because, um, um, that letter X is for X's and O's, you know, hugs mm-hmm. and kisses. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, who do you, and at the top of the page is, who do you want to hug and kiss or something? She's like, mommy, you know, it's like you get, you just, I just saw like so many, you know, and then what, uh, my friend Rain's daughter, Lotus, who's adorable, you know, she wanted to do kooky. She's just this really colorful, big personality kind of. Cookies for the letter K. Hold that thought, though, because yep. I want to hear that story. We have to go to break. Sorry to interrupt, everybody. We're coming back. Don't worry. Teresa McCune, she's with us. The ABCs of being me. we got K for kooky and H for humor and all that good stuff. More when we return. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've We've ordered ordered No No More More Love Love Life Life Drama Drama for us. us. Shh. Over here. Here's a secret for a virus-free computer. ESET. They've been a pioneer in the antivirus industry for over 25 years. 25 years of innovative, top-rated antivirus protection. ESET's award-winning security solutions provide a safe online experience for over 100 million home and business computer owners. They are so affordable, fast, and simple to use. So be gone, you blue screen of death. ESET's on my computer. If it's not on yours, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ESET now. 
Did you know that in seven minutes you might save $522 on car insurance? Well, this makes sense, since 21st Century Insurance's company's website has been rated number one in responsiveness by Keynote. Serving customers since 1958, 21st Century Insurance has a 24-7 online policy and claim service. You can get a quote fast and easy, so get your quote by visiting HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click right on the 21st Century Insurance banner. More exhilarating talk, HealthyLife.net. everybody. If you're just joining us, Teresa McCune's in the house. She's got her next book out, The ABCs of Being Me. Uh, it's a winner. It's gorgeous. It's engaging. It is going to change the way your children read and learn and engage with books. I'm going to ask you in just a little while uh, if one of your goals isn't to help us kind of balance out the heavy use of electronics, so hold that thought. But you were telling a story before we went to break um, about uh, one of the children that you've been working with and the letter, we were at Kooky, and she just got so excited and she was telling you, oh, my gosh, she has a big personality, and, and let's go from there. Yeah. Yeah, and she, I mean, I, she filled that page up in such an amazing way. And I was just, I just kept watching, and she just kept adding and adding and adding and adding. And it's like beyond anything I would have ever, in my own mind, thought that's what you would do for Kooky. Mm-hmm. But she had every, she had drawings, she had, she made up words. She would, she was making up her own vocabulary. She had stickers. She had a feather. I mean, it was Kooky. <laughs> <laughs> It really was. Right. That's really <sighs> but, yeah. yeah, no, I just, I really, what I loved is how they jumped into it. They were super excited. Some of them wanted to kind of, like, like do it by themselves. You know, like, this is my book and this is about me, so let me do this. Mm-hmm. But they could not wait to share it mm-hmm. as soon as they were done. Mm-hmm. So there was this kind of independence and then this, like, connecting at the same time and mm-hmm. depending on their age and, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's it has been, I am, I am so blown away by what I've seen, mm-hmm. I have to say. I was not expecting such engagement and such investment. Mm-hmm. Let me share some of the other words with our listeners so you have a sense. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about the content of the book. On the left side of the page, uh, Teresa, you and your sisters take the alphabet letter. And then on the right side of the page, actually, you did this book mostly on your own. Is that correct? Even though it's a a family endeavor? I did everything on your own in this one. Got it. I worked with a graphic artist. Okay, got it. So what you did um, by yourself was take the letter on the left, create a poem, and an invitation into a word uh, represented by that letter, and which is very engaging. And like you said, there was a six-year-old who didn't know what the word humor meant exactly, and when he was done reading this and what you read to him, which we're going to talk about, how you can be interactive with the children as a parent, uh, uh, babysitters, all kinds of folks can use this book to interact and engage with kids. But And then on the right side of the book, there is a place for them to actually respond using their artistic abilities, writing and drawing and 
and making up new language and <laughs> different yeah. words and so forth. So some of the other words, um, uh, one of them that I really liked was whim. Um, here's my sense of W, the letter after V, and right before the edgy X, as you are next to C, she starts. And on the right, at the top of the page, opposite the poem, if you could just act on a whim and do something right in this moment, what would be, what would it be, and uh, what would be a whimsical thing to do? Um, and then down at the bottom, I like your little footnotes, too, for the kids. You could also write about something you did on a whim in the past. Right, so you you have all of the support throughout the book. I also love the one on values. Um, that was one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, say more about that. Why was that your favorite? One of your favorites? Because I feel like that is a a subject that doesn't get as much attention as I'd like it to get. Mm-hmm. You know, values are instilled at such a young age, and there's not like a class in in school where they focus on it or you know, and I feel like this book does sort of hone in on that idea and, and what, you know, and, and, and respecting all the parts of us and valuing the parts of us. So it's values and it's valuing and it's like it's just to me, it's just such a wonderful word and a wonderful concept that, that I think children, the earlier they embrace it, the better off they are. Indeed. I mean, I know a lot of adults who aren't sure what their values are and, and trying to understand and sort that out. So having a place to look back uh, in your childhood seems pretty potent and powerful. And you have other words uh, like that. Um, trust is another word that was an important word. What does it mean yes. to say to trust yourself and how does it look when other people trust you? And niceness and things like that. So the book is really filled with uh, important words. and. So that begs the question, how did you choose your words? Did you sit in meditation? Did you, you know, consult um, the Oracle of Delphi? What, what this I really didn't. You know, I really, I really rely on inspiration for these books. And I'm working on my third book right now, which is the ABCs of Living Green. And, I, and there's a magical feel to that one that I'm super excited about. But... Um, what I do is I, I think of a lot of, like I'll pick a letter. So let's say that was the letter T. And I might in my in my meditation be thinking about, oh, I know like three or four T letters, you know. And then usually that first line just pops in my head and it just picks mm-hmm. it for me. And then I just work off of that. And sometimes it comes all at once. Sometimes it comes in spurts. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing laundry. And, you know, wherever it comes, mm-hmm. and I've always got a piece of paper and a, and a pen with me, <laughs> you know. Because I'm like, oh, I just got a stanza. And I, like, yeah. and, you know, write it down really fast. Receipts. You know, and, trust. Yeah. Trust was the one I loved. And I'll tell you, it's really interesting because when we were at that L.A. Times Festival of Books, this child psychologist came up to me and she's like, oh, my God, I have to have this book for every one of my clients. And that got us thinking. And we actually sent the book to a play therapist and just got this incredible endorsement from her. So we are definitely wanting to work with that community because it's such a non-threatening way to communicate, you know, as you know, as a therapist. It's a lovely tool you know, and it's fun, mm-hmm. and it's got you know, it's all it's all about mindfulness. You know, mm-hmm. it's really being present. So the trust one I particularly love because I think that one of my personal issues in life from childhood is a lack of trust. 
mm-hmm. not just in myself but in, in the world mm-hmm. and the sense of safety and all these other things. So for me, that was probably one of the most important words I could put in there. Let's talk a little bit more about and other people engaging with the kids when we come back with your book, as well as the changing times, all these electronics. Are you having any struggles getting the kids to put down their electronic device and pick up this book when we get back? More with Teresa McCune right here on Marion Live, back right after these messages. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've We've ordered ordered No More More Love Love Life Life Drama Drama for Us. MarianneLive.com is where you can go to keep up to date with what and where relationship expert, author, and radio host Marianne Camarado is appearing next. Besides Marianne's three radio shows weekdays on HealthyLife.net, you can find out details about upcoming or ongoing seminars and workshops. How about information for ordering copies of books or DVDs? That's also available at MarianneLive.com. Find out about core certification, certificate of responsible relationships www.marianlive.com Core Certification Learning Tools to Attract, Build, and Sustain Great Relationships Also sign up for Marianne's newsletter to be informed about upcoming events and possible workshops or speaking engagements in the Northern California area www.marianlive.com What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. The ABCs of Being You, of Being Me, actually, is the title of Teresa McCune's new book. By the way, it's available wherever fine books are sold. Teresa wants you to know, though, if you go to their website, you can finish the sentence for me, Teresa. What's so bad about If you go to our website, you can get an autographed copy and personalize it in any way you'd like. And if you, it, but if you're an Amazon Prime person and that's kind of how you work in the world, it's available on Amazon as well. Beautiful. All right, everybody. So before the break, we're just about to start. You were talking about having sent this off to a practitioner and got a great endorsement from her. Let's talk about how as an adult or someone working with children, a young adult, whatever the case may be, 
how you engage with children with this book. How does it roll? Do you just show up with a here, here's this book, or, you know, in your experience, let's talk a little bit about that, how this works, introducing well, the kids. you know, I am not a therapist, but uh, I know some great ones. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but honestly, um, it doesn't require a whole lot of effort because children jump into this book so easily. And truly, they, you know, what I did when I was doing my little thing with them is I would we would kind of just look through the book together, and I'd say, which one speaks to you right now? And they'd pick a page. Mm -hmm. And we'd have a lot of art supplies. And what I found is that in a very organic way, they would just start talking about why they were choosing the pictures or why they wanted to write about a story. And then you can take that, and then you just kind of move with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, like I, my, my um, Coco, my niece, Grandniece, I guess. I hate saying that. It makes me feel so old, but it is. She's my niece's daughter. Oh my god. <laughs> um, anyway, um, she did the 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 L's for love page, mm -hmm. and she had this sparkly heart, and all, and then the the name Lena or whatever her friend's name was. But then I said, well, who's Lena? And then she told me this whole story about it. it's the very first friend she ever had in her whole life. And she met her on the first day of daycare, and it just like she just started doing this whole story out. So I don't think it takes a lot, you know, because I even I'm working with the Boys and Girls Club mm -hmm. about doing a workshop on with the and there's a social worker there, and we're going to all come together to create this really cool workshop for these kids. And it's like again, working with social skills and interact, you know, personal interaction and all that. And first thing the woman said to me was, oh, you know, I was a school counselor for years. That's my background. And I, I would have wanted one of these for every one of those kids that came in because the first thing you want to do is, like, who are you? Yeah, great point. And what do you want to do with your life? Yeah. Well, it, this gives you a really good starting place. So this is a sort of a I want to know about you. Right? It's a I want to know about you book. Yeah. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful way of looking at it. Okay, so we – said that we were going to talk about the don 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 the electronic influence on our children and any more it might be the other way around i mean seriously those commercials about people grandparents asking their kids to come over because they want help fixing their phone and their computer that is no <laughs> joke we we are in a different time Kids yeah. grow up very young, knowing how to do things. I mean, electronics are just part of the, the world. Robots are here and drones and la, 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 right? So right. what are we trying to say with this book, Teresa? Are we saying don't do that, do this, or are we saying? Not at all. Okay. Not at all, because I think that electronics have their place. I think that a lot of, because I've been really looking at a lot of research around this, and I saw an amazing 2020 episode in May about kids that are addicted to the Internet, addicted to gaming, and these camps are like um, outback camps they go to, and they had actual changes in their brain activity when they returned. And So there's a lot of research going on right now all around technology and the developing brain in particular. And so reading... What regular reading does is it really is great with critical thinking and problem solving and imagination and everything else. The Internet doesn't really require any imagination, and there's not a lot of memory retention. Mm -hmm. But there is a place for both, and, and actually, you know, technology does help with, like, um, being able to 
you know, quickly scan through things and efficiently find things. And, you know, so both have their place. The problem that a lot of people are seeing right now is that it's not being um, overseen in the way it should be. Like there's a, there's a certain limit to how much technology should be in a child's world at different ages. Mm -hmm. So I think that the kind of the word is getting out that you need to balance and you need to, to really pay attention to that. So this book, to me, is an alternative. Absolutely. I could see, even when I wish I had it when Nolan, you know, my son, our youngest, uh, was growing up, I would have easily said, no problem, you want to stay in your room and work on this book? Uh, you know, because it's enriching in a way that I feel like sometimes those games aren't. Now, people will argue that. People are making some arguments, so, you know, it's, it's very controversial, Teresa, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is, and that's why I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not saying technology is bad at all. I'm just saying that the balance, for anything in life, yeah. you need a yeah. balance. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, um, like two of the kids I was talking to, they're taking the book with them. They go to Hawaii on vacation for a couple weeks every year with their parents, and they're like, I'm taking it to Hawaii, because they, they love the idea of sitting outside and having art supplies. I mean, when you're sitting there working with art supplies and you're touching pages and you're interacting with your sibling and you're telling your mom stories, and that's a very different experience than sitting on your iPad watching a game or whatever kids do on iPads. All I know is that I've seen the faces of kids sometimes when they're on a game and the iPad, and it just reminds me of, like, people at casinos when they're playing a slot machine, you know, and it's like it's sort of this zoned out zombie look versus yeah. um, being in touch with all your own senses and you, it's really the imagination and the critical thinking and things like that that I think you don't get to develop so well if you're doing technology. Right, and as relational creatures, which is a survival issue, which is one of the things I love about your book, is it invites people into relationship with themselves, each other, mm -hmm. and the world. It's, it's that intersubjective space where we actually grow and change. Change yeah. happens. And, and so being in that sort of one-dimensional, even though it's, you know, got all kinds of exciting things in the electronics, right. you know, the, the ones that are not designed to really help you develop as a person want to balance. So we're at the top of the hour, my friend. What do you want to leave us with, Teresa? <sighs> I think, I think I want to leave people with the thought that there's nothing more important than really allowing your child to reflect on who they are and who they want to be. And I think this book is such a wonderful and fun way to really keep that conversation going. Yeah, I second it. Thanks for being back with us, and thanks for that beautiful note to leave us on, Teresa. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here, and I really appreciate it. And you're coming back for the ABCs of Being Green, we know. You'll be able to. Yeah, I'll be back for that, no doubt. Tune in for that. All right, everybody, sit tight. We're going to be back for our wrap in just a minute. Thanks again to Teresa McCune for joining us. The ABCs of Being Me, get a copy right now, and we'll be right back right after these messages. Hi, 
everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. I mean, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce? Yet, we spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships Begin Within Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. Stuff, stuff, stuff. Where can I contain all of my stuff? Hmm, how about this? The Container Store the original storage and organization store. And I found their link on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. They have containers for everything, including the kitchen, the bathroom, trash and recycling, traveling, spring cleaning, and dorm rooms. Just about everything you can think of to contain your stuff. The Container Store, right on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Teresa McCune, a friend, a very talented author, and the author of the ABCs of Being Me, get a copy, uh, get several, get you through the summer. Joining us next week, Kamaria Powell, What the F is Enlightenment? That's the title of her book, Taking You, Your Spiritual Identity into Your Own Hands, right here on Marian Live. Don't forget, you can get a copy of... Um, all of these books and all that information and so on and so forth at MarianneLive.com. And uh, part of our practice, yeah, the third part for the day, go do something good for somebody else. Don't let them know you did it. And join us again next week, won't you? We're so glad to have you as part of our uh, journey, helping you attract and create healthy, fulfilling relationships, starting with you. Until next time, take care. <laughs>